Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. That's true, because people are like, these people don't know anything about life. These people don't know the shit like, that they're not even telling me. Shit they don't tell me. you, they didn't even tell me. Yeah, it. that's the irony, okay? We're not telling you still, yeah, pal. We're still learning, man. Deal with it. We're telling you, you our got experiences. Conned, right? <laughs> hey, welcome back to Shit They Don't Tell You. It's a CastBox original produced in partnership with Studio 71. Let me tell you something about Studio 71, okay? No, They're the bomb. No, talk but about- also, I'm going to talk about CastBox, okay. okay? They happen to be the fastest growing, highest rated <laughs> podcast app on both iOS and Android. You know what that means? You can find all your favorite podcasts. Yeah, I do know what that means. Oh, I was just going to say that's that's pretty cool. Yeah, it, it, well, it's cool because you can-, you can Because you can listen to shit they don't tell you wherever you get your podcasts. But we hope you'll give CastBox a shot because we think it's the best. No, it's not the best. It is a best. A best? That's As the, a noun? That's the best one. Oh, my God. Let's just listen to this podcast. Why didn't anyone tell me? Hello. Welcome back to Shit They Don't Tell You. I'm Nikki Limo. Yo, what's up? Sue Green. And today it's just us. We are going to take some of your questions that you've been messaging us. And if you have a question you would like to ask us that you want to discuss on the show, something that you wish that people would have told you, or you're going through something now that no one's telling you how to solve. We're going to open the floor today to all y'all because we're tired of just talking to people one with one person. We want to talk to all the people. Okay, but let me tell them where to send their question. It's to podcast at Nikki.limo. That's podcast at Nikki, N-I-K-K-I dot Limo, L-I-M-O. We had a guest who was going to come, and then we said, no, we want the people here instead, so you're canceled on. And then they're like, this is really unprofessional. That's pretty messed up. We were actually on our way here. But we are like, no, sorry. I had no part of this. I just told him to take a walk. Wow, that's really rude, Steve. But at least we get a cool episode with just you and me out of it. I like these. Yeah, me too. I don't have to deal no, with freaking guests. I do too. Some who's full of themselves. <laughs> Shut up. People yeah. don't know if you're joking or not. I'm not joking. Dead serious. He doesn't think that about any of the guests because the guests we've gotten are super cool. Speak for yourself. I'm speaking for myself. Holy guacamole. I Do you like how I edited myself? Do you think too? all the guests have been great? Yeah. Every single guest. I booked pretty much You wouldn't much change a single guest that we've had. 
This is not about the guest not even Stephen one. P. Green. Okay. P. P. Green. I wouldn't change the guest either. They've been they've been wonderful. They've been phenomenal. Wonderful. But I like it when it's just you and me because uh, my anxiety is like crazy sometimes, especially yeah. when it's a, a guest that I don't know very well because like I want it to be a good first impression. And then, uh, like, I, I work my ass off for it. Yeah, you do. <laughs> and I just, like, really, really want it to do... to. I don't even want them to... I don't even care if they like me, personally. I just want them to like the, the podcast. Like, I want them to have a good time here. I you make don't sure care if they like you personally? I want to make sure they're I'm comfortable. I'm going to throw a flag on that. Well, if they didn't like me personally, then it would be very uncomfortable. Oh, yeah, I see. I but see. I would like them to be comfortable overall. Right. Like, I don't need them to go home and be like, man, I'm such a fan of Nikki Limo now. Like, I just want them to like be like, wow, that was a, that was a good time that was a good conversation that we sure, had sure. and sometimes like you know if if we run out of things to talk about you know that could be terrible so i'm like oh no i gotta make sure this ball keeps rolling i honestly think that the parking situation here is so bad that nobody can have a good time on our show as a guest what it's i just don't think bad. it's possible it's free parking it's validated no but, get, no, but the getting in here because of all the construction downstairs i just don't think okay this is unrelatable to the people listening now i would like to talk about traffic conditions okay go ahead go ahead i don't enjoy being in traffic. Get it out. I don't enjoy bad weather. I like nice weather and I like no traffic. Wow. You, you. You're the only one, Steve. Uh, yeah. I, well, I think we, we're going to have it's some mind people. mind-blowing. We're doing a call-in show. We're having people calling in about their traffic situations. Okay. We're actually having, not a call-in. Amber, but, you're on the line. Uh, are you going to be Amber? Are you going to take this I call from Amber? I was trying to think of what to do next. <laughs> we well, lost Amber. You know what we could do next is take an actual message. Let's do it. From an email that we got uh, sent to us to our podcast email. All right, ready for this, Stephen? Let's do it. P Green. Absolutely. I'm just gonna call you PP Green from now on. I like it. It's a good name. You're not supposed to like it. It's a good nick. No, it's not fun. All right. Um, so the title, the subject of this email is childhood trauma. How did you overcome it, Nikki? Okay. Hey, Nikki and Steve. I'm currently 20 years old in university. I started to. Oh, by the way, this is kind of a meaty email. So. Keep your ears open big right now. I've started to listen to your podcast. I'm so amazed that you feature on CastBox since I recently started using the app and found out now that I can hear you guys debate about different topics during my travel. This is CastBox Thank right you for this. listening. I know, Are right? you kidding me? <laughs> Who writes like this? That's true. That's Who true. Writes, it does I sound had just like started, I downloaded the CastBox app and I've been listening yeah. to you guys ever since. <laughs> Are you kidding me, man? That's true. I can see right through this one. All right. Well... You two are super cute and super funny, by the way. It's like I wrote it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> it's so refreshing to see such down-to-heart and natural people. Down-to-heart. Oh, well, that's, a, that's a real error. We okay, down maybe, to heart. maybe she's human after No, it's all. like down-to-fuck, but we're down-to-heart. I like it. You know, we're down-to-heart. Oh, down-to-heart heart would have been a better name for this show. That's true, because people are like, these people don't know anything about life. These people don't know the shit like, that they're not even telling me. Should they don't tell me. you? They didn't even tell me. Yeah, it. that's the irony, okay? <laughs> we're not telling you still, yeah, pal. We're still learning, man. Deal with it. We're telling you, you our got experiences. Conned, all right? <laughs> Um, okay, but back to the question. Nikki, you mentioned it briefly in your podcast number six where you were talking about how you were cold-hearted when you were younger because of the way you were raised. It really hit a nerve because I just got into a small fight today with my boyfriend, which has been something we've argued about before, but not exactly the same reason. But I really struggle on this. I have always, always been raised with several mindsets, which now do I realize has really affected my mindset so much. Here are a few of the followings. 
Even if you are ill or feel poorly, you should live on and act like you are doing fine. And if you don't, then you should just end your life because clearly you're a weak person that can't take on the real world. Whoa. Number two, there are no such thing as friends and in life you are alone and you don't need anyone. Ooh, wait, the, the boyfriend saying this shit? No, she's think that she was raised with these mindsets. Oh my God, Like man. this is, or these are the things that she's come to believe as a person in life. If you want, uh, number three, if you want something, you should work hard and fight for it and not complain that you don't have time because you had enough time to mess around or take a break. Number four, if you don't get your way in life and let others trample over you, then you are a pussy and a failure. I agree with that one. I like that one. Okay. <laughs> so when I recently Skyped my boyfriend, he said if I, it, so wait, so, so when I recently Skyped my boyfriend, he said, if I didn't have to do this, then I would have more time to do that. And I guess for me, because I'm so used to the idea of the fact that everyone always has free time and you're just creating excuses for yourself. So looking back at the situation, I didn't really let him finish and said, we always have free time and you're just using and blaming other things for not being able to accomplish your desires. And also, if this is the thing that you wanted to do and it was so important to you, then you would have made it a priority I over meeting friends or watching TV saying. and messing around in a patronizing. And she said it in a patronizing way with no respect, because deep, deep down, it's not that I was looking down at him, but I knew that what I was saying was correct. But I guess it came across really aggressive, too, because my dad has always raised me in a cold Asian father way, which has heavily rubbed on me. So uh, naturally, very vexed and forceful because it feels like I don't want to see the people I love become sulkers and encourage this type of attitude. My boyfriend has put up with me several times and gets very upset each every time I come across like this because I don't give him a chance to speak because in my mind I believe I'm correct and there's nothing wrong with my mindset this and I feel like book, my thoughts on this topic stop it just stop it just stop it thinks. it's like you're but, reading Eminem but, lyrics but I don't want it anymore whoa hey why you gotta bring Eminem to this no it's just whoa, like man it doesn't I, look I get too it far. already I freaking get it okay 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 Steven <laughs> alright first of all what's her name uh, well, she wants to stay anonymous. Okay, anonymous. Yeah. yeah. Use a friggin' period when you write a friggin' email. Because that was intense. Well, it's not done yet. No, I'm no I know. Okay. I know. All right. I could hear the pages turning. Okay. So, uh, basically, what I'm hearing is that you tried to lecture your boyfriend as you have been lectured in your life by your parents. This is a mistake a lot of people make in relationships. You're not your significant other's mom or dad. Like, don't do this, I gotta come down on them about shit thing. Nobody fucking wants that. Like, in a significant other, if I'm bitching about something to you, I don't wanna hear like, oh, well, here's what you're doing wrong and what you're fucking up. It's like, if I'm bitching about something, I know that I'm kinda fucking up on something, or at least I'm trying to share something with you. I'm not trying to be lectured to. No one wants to be lectured to. Yeah, because she says she says here, I'm not sure what to do because I don't want to make him feel small next to me, and I know that this is an unhealthy attitude. But when I hear something that I don't agree with, I find it fake to be nice and sugarcoat it. But but when I am my normal self, I say many rude words and end up not getting through to them. And I think that's exactly right. <laughs> is that you're not getting through to them because you're not letting them. A lot of people just want to just this vent like to to you're a person that they feel close to and they they want you to just hear their feelings and you just need to be a good listener at that if time if you can't vent to your significant other dude then you will recede even more inside yourself and you'll become uncommunicative with them and yeah. then it will get worse for you so 
for the know, significant other or for for both of you? Yeah, yeah. Because you won't share your feelings with the person because you don't want to get lectured to. Overrides. I think that. Well, then, yeah, and then the other person is is used to snapping at them, or yeah. worse, the other person's not hearing anything from you, like feedback about your day and checking in with me and stuff, mm-hmm. and so it gets worse because your communication slowly like you like drift apart. It's right? also like people like to feel heard. You know, Absolutely. people people like to feel heard, and when you interrupt them, I hate being interrupted because, like, you didn't even let me finish. Yeah, you don't you don't like to be interrupted thought. at all, not one bit. Are you trying to interrupt me? No, but you didn't make it because I finished my thought. You did it. <laughs> I you've did tra- it. You trained and learned. Yes, but Steve, yeah, you, he does interrupt me a lot, but not in like a, a trying to lecture way. He just um. I like to mansplain to her what the hell she's thinking <laughs> and boil it down. I'm like, you didn't let me finish my thing yet. Yeah. You can't even give the right advice if you, that's another, you can't give the right advice if you don't let them finish. But, you know, a lot of people aren't looking for advice. They just want to be understood and listened to. And and the ones that are looking for advice, one, let them solicit it from you first. Like, let them ask you, like, what do you think I should do about this? And and then two, like, um, like get, don't you don't have you can there's a way you can do it not being sugarcoaty and not being nice like super fake nice you can say it in your genuine voice but you don't have just, to be fake right you don't have to be faked but just say it in a way that's more like well what I would do is blank yeah don't be so combative about it it doesn't or it's need like, to here's be what you gotta do here's where you're fucking up and here's right. Here's where you're wrong in thinking, and you should just send your life because you're yeah. weak in this area. But if area. somebody asks you for advice with something, then you can tell them the thing. But don't it's, it's unsolicited if they're bitching to you about something, and then you're like, here's what to do. Trust, man. Look, I know you're like, well, no, but isn't it good that I have the answers? And, like, shouldn't don't they need the answer? And it's like, no, man, they just need to bitch. Okay? That's 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 the way humans are. We, I, I don't think that it's, it's like um, – when Nikki does this with me, like in the early on, I used to try to solve the problem, right? It's like um, she'd come to me with a thing, and she's like, oh, it's just about I'm worried about this or whatever. And I'd try to solve it for her, like, oh, well, here's what you got to do. Yeah. And it's not what she wants, right? And that's not what I want when I share stuff with Nikki. I don't want to hear here's what you got to do. Okay. I, and and this person knows this, too, because it's so in the next paragraph. Okay. She says, Boil it down uh, for this me, This isn't though. the first time that happened. Uh, she said she does a lot to her friends and family members, too. I shut them down from venting and start suggesting solutions on how to fix it. My friends told me, we didn't come to you to fix my problem. We just wanted you to listen. But I struggle to listen because it just sounds like excuses after excuses. And I don't want the people I love to have such a complacent attitude. Like the phrase you have you are pro wait what is this like the phrase you have proactive and reactive okay if i love these people what i want to encourage a reactive mind state instead of a, a proactive mindset um so her question is how did you overcome the idea of a cold heart and also has there ever been a time when you didn't respect steve's point of view because you knew your point of view is correct and how did you go around it um i don't know has there ever been a time i didn't respect your point of view no I don't think so. I don't think that that was ever my problem. Like when I'm, cause she, she asked this question because of when I mentioned in one of the previous podcast episodes that um, I was raised by an Asian dad. And you know, I guess there's something in, in Asian culture that's like, um, you know, you should pretty much be perfect and like not show, show emotions or weakness and not make excuses and stuff like that. Um, but I, I hated being treated like that when I was younger. Yeah. So I feel like I feel like I didn't 
I was always on the other side, like trying not, trying super hard not to be that way. Mm-hmm. And I do sometimes have like a a strong point of view on how people should operate their lives, but I don't think I give it to them unless they ask for it. I think her problem though here is that is the way that she even phrases this. Hmm. Like like saying, um, has there been a time when you didn't respect Steve's view, so you don't respect my view, right? Because you knew your view was correct. It's in, yes. inside your question that that's the flaw, right? Your view is subjective. Yes. Your view is not correct or incorrect. Yeah, You're, there is no wrong or right way to do life. No one was given a manual like this is how you do life correctly. So hearing and your boyfriend's view as incorrect is your mistake. Yes. You should view it. You should listen to his view and respect his view, and then you have your view, and then that's how you guys kind of meet in the middle, right? Okay. Let me let me just boil down the question here. Yeah. Um, before we answer it. So uh, she it's a really long email. Very long email, and we want to just sum it up for everybody. So she says that she just got into a fight with her boyfriend, uh, and she was listening to our podcast, podcast number six, where she was talking about how when she was younger, she was cold-hearted because of the way she was raised. I was. Nikki was. Yeah. And But when we were talking younger, I'm talking about like 20 years old, I was cold. I was never cold-hearted. Well, she interpreted it that way, I guess. Okay. Uh, so um, it hit a nerve with her because she got into a fight um, today with her boyfriend, and uh, which is over something that they have argued about. Um, but that's that's not the reason why she's asking this question. She's kind of asking like for a general idea mm-hmm. of how did you overcome the idea of a cold heart and also whether there's been a time when you didn't respect <laughs> Steve's view because you knew your view was correct and had, how to go around. Well, in this in the in her email, she is saying that her friends will come to her and vent and she t- just immediately shuts them down and tries to give them advice. Right. That's the problem. Yes. That's her problem that she's asking about. The cold-hearted thing is an interesting way to describe something because it's I don't see that as cold-hearted. It's showing love in a different way because that's how a lot of people show think think they're helping and that's how she thinks she's helping too in her email she says she doesn't want to see people that she love have like a weak mindset or an excuse oriented mindset yeah. and so instead of letting them vent about something like oh i could do this if i didn't have to do all these other things she's she shuts them down and says you shouldn't be making excuses. Yeah, she's trying to raise her friends instead of trying to be Yes, be, she's trying be to friend. be more parental and yeah. and it comes off as patronizing cuz it cuz it is. Yes. And um, and if you know that you're doing that, you can you can fix the that. yeah. So awareness is the first step, and it sounds like she's she's pretty aware that yeah. and she's been told by many of her friends and family that they that she does this, and all they want her to do is listen when they when she they vent, and she just can't do it. She just she just um, feels like she's enabling them or encouraging that way of thinking, and right. her think way of thinking is better and right. And so um, the question she asked is. Did I ever, how did I overcome being cold hearted? Did I ever not respect your point of view? And how did I overcome that? But I don't think I was ever cold hearted. I think I've always tried to understand people's point of view. Mm-hmm. I do have a way of thinking about myself and that has gotten in my own way because I do have a high standard of, of like what I should be doing. Um, and I don't let myself slide very often and I beat myself up a lot. Um, because I don't think that I should have excuses. I think that excuses are a weak thing. I think that any excuse will do, and I think a lot of people let excuses 
they're more comforting if they're not achieving what they need to achieve. Right. I think that um, people can let excuses uh, like be the reason why they didn't accomplish that. You know, and it's it's easier to put the blame on something else than to take responsibility and say that you could have done more, right? Yeah, I, I think I think and I think we answered this one pretty good. Okay, I just wanted to give a shout out to today's sponsor, Tomboy X. They're an underwear company. I received some underwear from them, and they're super cute and most importantly, super comfortable. That's what I like the most about them. But most importantly, how do they make you feel? They make me feel comfortable. Okay, but also, do they make you feel like it's, like, sexy and stuff? Well, they make me feel confident because they cover some parts of that maybe I don't like so much with that a thong shows, but still highlights the parts I do like. It's funny because all the stuff that, that that you're talking about that gets covered is my favorite stuff. Oh, well, that's too bad. Um, yeah, I also like that these underwear are, they're specifically for, like, you know, like a tomboy personality. It's not, they're not super girly but they're not not feminine either so you're they make you feel confident because they're super it's like who cares yeah it's like loungy it's not like oh i'm gonna dress sexy to please somebody gotcha yeah can i wear tomboy x sure okay well i'm gonna then (laughs) just not mine please get your own um they have bikinis briefs boxer briefs trunks and boy shorts I personally have the boxer briefs and the bikini kind. So all options come in extra small to 4X. Which is great. And then they also have bras. They have soft bras, racerback bras, everyday basic colors. And then they also have like fun and seasonal prints. I got a couple soft bras. They're they're super cute. They remind me of like, um, they remind me of like my first bras. Like, when I used to get sets, but I didn't have boobs yet. So, like, it's like a, a trainer bra. I you relate. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Regardless of where you fall on the size or gender spectrum, Tomboy X offers amazing underwear that anybody feels comfortable in. So go to tomboyx.com slash you, that's Y-O-U, and check out their special bundles and pack pricing. And should they don't tell you, listeners, get an extra 15% off with code Y-O-U. Again, you for an extra 15% off and you can ditch whatever you're wearing for a pair of tomboy x underwear that's what i'm talking about go to tomboyx.com slash you y-o-u okay this question is from anna so she says i'm currently in a slump in my life where i've come to realize that i have given people the ability to to determine my self-worth a lot of people go through that Due to this, my self-worth is at an all-time low, as well as my confidence. With these issues, dating has become more complicated. I meet someone online, we seem to click and talk on the phone all the time, but when we meet, there's never a second date. I always get the saying that, or I always get that the staying as just friends answer. This just hurts my self-worth even more, and it's to the point where I feel like I'm not worth it at all. Do you have any advice for dealing with this? Uh, yeah, why should um, why should somebody see you as being more than how you see yourself? I, I mean that that's that's a toughie, right? Like like if you view yourself so negatively, and um, if you if you're really that down, why should somebody else try to make your case? Mm-hmm. You have to make your case, right? Like um, I know when I felt that way, I think Nikki's felt that way. I think everybody's felt that way at yeah. some point in, in your life. You just have to work on yourself like a crazy person. Yeah, you have to find something that that gives you self-esteem or that gives you self-confidence. Like whether it's 
a hobby like painting or like even like for me it's creating like for me it's like creating anything like a drawing or uh I learned how to make jewelry and so like I would make a pretty necklace and I'd be like I fucking made that I'm the, the shit I'm she awesome did, like watercolors for a while <laughs> yeah too. She- like anytime I'm feeling down about myself I just learn a new skill and then I like feel I don't know. I pick up things pretty quickly. I think that's a a strength that I know that I have. And so if I learn something and then right away I'm able to create something with it, with this new skill, I get so much confidence from that. And I feel like, oh, if I could do this, I could do things that I already know how to do. Like she fixed our sink today, man. Oh, the garbage disposal. has been broke and she fixed it. And a plumber wouldn't call us back. And so I just... YouTubed how to fix it and then I fixed it because I just don't like waiting for shit. But then it was yeah, awesome. Then and she used a method that we actually used at our old place, but I didn't think would work in our new place because her idiot plumber brother told her told us. I say that <laughs> affectionately. Affectionately, I love Dane. But he told us he told us that yeah. we have to replace the whole damn thing. Oh yeah, he said don't even bother. And so I thought, oh well, we can't do that method. And then she just did that old method and it worked. Because our yeah, because I was getting so frustrated because I, I film a cooking segment on my YouTube channel called Tasty Tuesday and our sink was disgusting and so we couldn't clean our dishes because it was filled with gross ass food water and um I was like and our brother my brother had just looked at it yesterday and said you just need to get a new garbage disposal and like I was gonna try this technique on it but then everybody that had knew everything about sinks that day like yeah, everybody yesterday. yesterday knows everything oh yeah. no 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 like, that's um, not gonna work Steve's, no, Steve's no. mom helped like she did this broom technique and I was mm-hmm. like oh well everyone knows everything about sinks I she guess she shoves like, a broom down in there and make, and turns the um, the blade in, yeah. the, in the disposal unit and, and it works like, man I've actually done that at every apartment I've ever lived at because yeah, well, my mom it did was like it, it didn't work when I did it worked with when Sherry did it yesterday but it didn't work when I tried it this morning and then I was like I didn't even get to try my tactic that I did on the last place that yeah. I YouTube videoed and had the tool yeah, for yeah because we used to use the Allen wrench on that thing and twist it underneath all, yeah and yeah, so I just did it with the same fucking wrench and it worked and I was like I'm a fucking master at sinks so everyone look, else sucks at sinks so I don't know what the hell your question was but that's how you fix a freaking <laughs> sink in America so the question okay. was about confidence and basically find the thing that you're strong in. Everybody has a strength. Everybody. Yes. Everybody has a thing that they're good at, that they're better at than other people, than most people, that they're above average at. And I think like finding that thing is Some people are hell good at picking up trash. I'm kidding. <laughs> you know what? No, everybody has a thing, right? Like so it's it's um what is what's the thing that you love to do? I, yeah. and I I really do feel bad for the people who are like I I don't, I don't have know. a thing like well, your mom's and, like but, that. Yeah, but in that case, well, in that case, like find a like try things. Here's like my like people that don't try things and they say that you can't say that and not have tried anything. That's you have true. to go try something to be able to say you're not good at things. And if it's out of your comfort zone, even better, man. Yeah, even better. And that actually. Those things build your confidence more. The things that where you go out of your comfort zone and you really don't feel like you can do it or you're kind of scared about it, and then you do do it, those are yes. the things that you actually feel badass like, about. Go take an improv class, man. That's that's fun. That's good confidence building yeah, stuff. Like, and you meet people busy. in there and... And it, you know, all it the, helps all the you teachers with your... try to fuck the students, which is pretty cool to see sure, up close and personal. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, as an observer? As, yeah, just yeah, as a people, people watcher. watcher yeah. It's interesting to watch a bunch of 48-year-old men try to fuck 25-year-old, 20-year-old girls. Yeah, but improv really helps with conversation in general, too. Like, if you're kind of antisocial and you don't know how to, like, start conversations at parties or... Yeah, you have or your you improv teacher like... talking to you. How cool is that? <laughs> no, I'm talking about <laughs> building the skill. I'm with you. 
No, it's good. He it's wants good to fuck the improv teacher. No, apparently. I, I want to fuck him up, dude. I, I, I remember seeing all that shit up close personal being like, man. Were you just jealous because no one ever hit on you? No, it, it's like a racket. Wow, Steve. Look, there's a lot, there's a lot so of great jealous. improv teachers out there. I think you're sexy. Does that matter? Thank you. I do could, I have to become an improv teacher to think you're sexy? No, I'm saying that that's what the improv teacher guys do. I know what you're saying. On, but I'm saying you're on. just jealous. Totally. Uh, no, but uh, we are, we're all jealous. And P.S., let's, by the way, there's a lot of girls I want to fuck on funny guys. I'm sorry that you were jealous about all the young girls. I know girls. that. I know that. <laughs> well, so let them have their game. I'm giving my angle, pal. All right, You pal, give yours. Buddy. You stay on your end of the table. I'm the girl getting hit on by the funny dude, and I'm like, yes, fuck me. Fuck me oh, up, dear. daddy. <laughs> I love it. I like it. Um, so Anna, yes, I hope this helps you with your confidence. And when you're dating, when it comes to dating, the more confidence you have, you like you know what you're bringing to the table. Stop fuck dating, that. I say. I, okay, or fuck that guy that doesn't think that you should be more than friends. They, you don't want to be more than friends anyway, because the person should like really see your value. Listen, I don't know you, but I think you're great because you're self-aware, and I like self-aware people. And I think that you need to become um, a fan of yourself. Yeah. Before you go on a oh, bunch of also, dates. Oh, and also, sometimes people are good at things and they think that the thing that they're good at is like, oh, well, that's no big deal. Like, everyone that's can true. do that. And no, not everyone no. is good at that thing. Like, really, 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 like that. It took me the longest time for me, like, to recognize strengths because I just felt like whatever I was strong at, well, everyone probably has that. Like, maybe you're really good um, at standing in hot weather and handing people snow cones. Shut the Maybe fuck up. Maybe that's your thing. I'm <laughs> the cuntiest friend you have. Right. Yeah, exactly. Uh, no, but there's, there's. I mean, I remember it, back when I was at my lowest. I had just gotten mega, mega, ultimately dumped, right? Yeah. And uh, I was, I was like overweight, and I hated the way that I looked, and um, I was like, man, fuck this shit. Like, I'm such an like a loser. And, well, yeah, that's pretty spot on. Yeah. Well, I was right about that. Yeah. Um, that was your strength. And then you just were like, you know what? I'm going to exploit this loser dumb that's that right. I have. No, but I started, I was like, you know what? I'm going to do as many pushups as I can do right now. I'm going to get my ass back in shape. Right? And I could only do 10 pushups, dude. Mm-hmm. I could only do 10 freaking loser. pushups. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so then the next day, I could do 11 pushups. And I'm not even kidding right now. It sounds like I'm doing a joke, but wow. I'm not. And then the next day, I could do like, you know, 11 and a half. And then, like, by the next week, I was doing, you know, like, a week and a half later, I was doing, like, 20 push-ups. And then I was doing 30. And then I was doing 40. And I was doing 50 in one go. Yeah. Like, in one set. And I was losing weight. And I was, like, not eating like shit. I, w- I would go eat a Subway sandwich, which is like eating paper. It's like eating paper with oil on it. You know what I'm saying? Subway sandwich? And, by the way, the show sponsored by Subway today. Thank you very much. <laughs> Uh, no, but I, it, it was not good, right? I was doing all this, but because I, I, you know, I was like, I'm gonna fucking change the way that I, I need to love myself. Because I was like, I looked at myself and I was like, you look like a piece of shit. Like you look overweight. Like you look all these things that I don't like. Yeah. So you have to. I had to, to take that guy down before I could go make the case for myself on a date. Because when you're on a date with somebody, you're just trying to make a case for yourself. It's yeah, like a exactly. debate. It's like, oh, yeah, you do this? Well, I do this. I'm the shit because of this. So if you're already throwing your own self under the bus. Oh, man, you're then, doomed, dude. Yeah. You're doomed. And then guys are like, you know what? Let's just be friends. Let's be friends because you don't, you don't, you have confidence issues and I want somebody cool and confident. I want to be, I want uh, to attract somebody who's not easy to get. Like, who wants to get a girl who's easy to get, dude, or a guy That's who's true. easy to get? Like, nobody. Like people want to like feel like they're reaching for something. Like yeah, it's and they, hard. And they got they got, the, they got the, the big fish. Yeah, I'm chasing after this thing, right? Like 
Well, sorry, ladies. I already got him. I already got the big fish. <laughs> See? I'm off the market. Sorry. No, but dogs don't chase cars that are parked, right? Whoa. They chase the, the moving car. Wow. Okay. You went motivational poster Thank on you. us. That's great. Hey, I, never, I never heard that one before. That's oh, pretty oh, good Oh, you made one. your own. Okay. I think I did. Uh, you... <laughs> dogs chase cars that are moving. Uh-huh. Don't be so a parked car. So if you want to be a dog, which you might be already. I'm kidding. No, if you want to be a car. Excuse me? You're, if you want to be a car. Listen, this is my analogy. Moving. Okay. Get the hell out of my you analogy. You fucked up your own analogy. No, look. <laughs> People don't chase. She wants, yeah. They don't chase things that are easily attainable. Yes, she's but, not chasing. She wants to be chased. So be a fucking moving car, not a park no, car. No, she's chasing the dream. She, <laughs> <laughs> I out motivational okay, your ass. Okay, don't okay. you step into my fucking batter's box, dude. My hitter zone is oh all God. over the thing. I'm okay, sorry. Pal? I just, I'm not even on your level. Damn. I just, I just, I just. I thought I got the analogy and I was not even there. I just hit Nikki all the way out of the park and I broke a fucking window. Bats don't like balls that aren't moving. See? Exactly. Unless you're playing t-ball. Don't play, it. don't play t-ball. You could coach Little League like I could. <laughs> I could coach Little League saying shit like this, I think. <laughs> you know what I mean? Give out plastic participation right. trophies and say attaboy. Yeah. That's what I'm doing right now. But no, I really do think that if she does this, she'll, she'll, be, she'll be a happy person. Cool. Yeah. Well, let us know, Anna. Yeah, let Anna. us know if you got Good happy. Good luck up there. We're fans of you, Anna. Tell us, you know, keep us updated on this, on like the things that you're doing to build your confidence. And yeah, Anna, maybe we'll do a call you need show someone, next week. If you need someone to be like, yo, you're doing a great job, like pat yourself on the back every once in a while. That's another thing. Just pat yourself on the back every once in a while. I never think I'm doing enough. I'm going to cry. Damn, I'm just this, <laughs> it's getting dark in here, bud. That's yeah. true, though. You don't do that. Yeah, I'm That's always like, I was like, oh, yeah, you got this much done? Well, why didn't you get this done? Oh, why didn't you get true. this and this and this done? She's like, I only got four That's crazy things suck. done today, and I needed to get six done. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Meanwhile, Steve over here Kicking zero ass. done. Kicking and ass. Like, Taking names. I just you know what I do all day? I take names. <laughs> you take names? I, I take fucking names, dude, so that I can Like a bouncer? Ass. Yeah. You're a bouncer. I'm on name... 60,121, and I'm going to be taking more names tonight. I'll tell you that. All right. Well, let's move on. Okay. <laughs> um, all right. So next question. Hi, Nikki and Steve. Just want to start off by saying I love your podcast. I know you guys from watching JK News. You two are easily my favorite guests on the channel. Oh, my God. Thank you so much. You have good taste. Excellent taste. This is also from Anne. This is from a different person. Not Anna. This is Anne. Oh, Anne. So there's a lot of Anne people. You know what? It's a common name. We love name. all the Anns. We love the Anns. Well, right. we have the best Anns Is it here, a name that you're taking? Excuse me? You said you were taking names before the commercial. Oh, that's Keep one of the names I'm taking. Freaking... Absolutely. Well, I know I'm writing Anne. Anne. Just Anne. Not Anna. Were you writing it? I wrote it down just now. I didn't see it. I wrote it down under the there's table. There's video proof that you did not do that. I wrote it down. Okay, Nikki, is your dad a Filipino? Yes, he is. Because I just listened to your relationships episode and I totally relate about not being able to cry, be sad, or even be sick. I'm Filipino and my mom would look down on me when I was sad or sick. I'm super sensitive, emotional, and empathetic as well. I cry at everything, but rarely for myself because I was never allowed to feel sorry for myself. And Steve, the fact that you want to work out your issues with Nikki right away is so great. I hate when guys need space to cool off because you know what happens when they do that? I get heated as fuck. Yeah, that's true. The, the, well, I, here's the thing, man. Uh, I had a military grandpa and dad and uh, military upbringing, so yeah. I relate a lot to the Asian dadness. Yeah, and my Asian grandpa was in the military. But one of the best things that my folks did was if we got into an argument, there was no walking away slamming doors. 
it was like, no, we're dealing with this right now. Yeah. Like you're not allowed to go walk away and slam the door and all that stuff. So that's why I'm like that with you is because I don't. Uh huh. And I actually hated that in my. I've had relationships where they're like, I just need space right now. And I'm like, I don't want to have, I don't want to do the space thing. I want to just hash this out. Right. So, Even though today you slammed the door on me, but that's okay. Excuse me? Well, today, like, um, I was like, help me with this thing. And then you're like, I'm helping you with it. I'm like, no, you're not. And then you, sl- and then you slammed the door on me. You're damn straight I did. <laughs> I'd do it again. And I was like, hey, that's rude. That wasn't an argument. I was just like, I'm working on this already. Yeah, but you slammed the door on me. I know, and then I said, I'm sorry. Yeah, then you said sorry, and I was like, it's okay. <laughs> good. Yep, good memory. That's a good story. It's a good memory. <laughs> but no, you yeah, you normally you don't walk out of the room. You don't never, you never. don't like slam a door on That me. wasn't a that wasn't like a You didn't slam it, you just closed it. I closed it. But it was in the and, middle of And me. by the way, she was thirty feet away from the door. It's not like she was like right outside the door. She was thirty feet away. I was just like, No, I'm working on it right now and I closed the door. Yeah, and I was like, rude. And then she was like it was rude. And then she was like, Hey, don't leave it closed. <laughs> It was less intense than it sounds. It wasn't intense at all. No, it was not. I was like, hey, that was rude. Yes, you were. (laughs) In that same tone. Yes. But um, anyway, you should be allowed to feel emotions. Um, I think that was a lot of therapy that I had to go through to, like, realize that it was okay to, like, show emotions. And now I show them way too much. But One of your big breakthroughs, too, that I think would be helpful for her is the whole, like, that you don't need to have done something to get affection. Yes. That Which, was a huge one. Yeah. So, yeah, I always felt like I had to do something to deserve love or mm-hmm. deserve affection. I feel like I've talked about this on a different podcast episode, but... Um, I don't but, think so. But, yeah. Oh, I haven't? No. Well, yeah, my therapist explained it really, super well to me where, like, basically it's like my dad had a baton. And for some reason it was my dad because that's that's the one that's harder to please. So I'm like, why aren't both my parents loving me? Uh, my mom is loving me unconditionally. And my, my dad did love me unconditionally, but it felt like he only showed it. it. Yeah, he expressed it more when I did something that was like worthy of it, right? Yeah. And so like he's like he had a baton and it's like That's you, have his to jump, love language, you have to dog. jump this high in order to receive love. And so I always felt like I had to do stuff in order to get it even though for other people like other boyfriends, babies, like I don't need them to do something in order to gain love and my therapist was basically like think of a baby does a baby need to do something to earn your love i'm like no it just needs to be a baby and then i love it it has to look cute well it doesn't even have to look cute well that's true i'd be like you know what i feel bad for you but if it's your baby you think it's cute for whatever (laughs) reason you think it's cute no matter what yeah and so basically she was like, this is how it should be. People, you should just be doing you. And if people love you, then they love you. And and if they don't love you, then that's not your problem. Oh, I won't say who, but we got a friend who got the ugliest baby I ever saw. Wow. Oh, my God. I, okay. I, oh. Just to put it out there, oh. I don't think any babies are oh my God, as ugly as ugly. Steve is making this baby sound. Oh. <laughs> you have, it's crazy, man. <laughs> That baby is the ugliest baby I've ever seen. It's cute now. Yeah, now. <laughs> In the first like six months, it was nuts. Well, it had to fight its way out of a vagina, okay? Yeah. So your face gets a little smushed and off. It doesn't look smushed, though. It looked the opposite. Oh. It was like. It was protruding? Like it got stung by a whole hive of bees. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Yeah, it like, you should a do a baby, baby roast where you just roast babies. I would love babies. to roast babies. Nobody does it anymore. <laughs> I would love it. Get a baby in a fucking tuxedo, sit him down. 
right? Yeah. That'd be fun, actually. Yeah. That's a great idea, Nikki. That's actually like the yeah, best idea ever. Roast. I would Thank love you. to do a fucking baby You're roast. Welcome. Are you kidding I want me? Credit. We get everyone's babies. Well, we have the main baby of the day, right? The honored. <laughs> and then the you have a panel of babies. Yeah, no. And then we have just a bunch of stand-ups come up and fucking light that shit up. <laughs> oh, that'd be a blast. That's like the coolest idea I've ever heard. That that's like I want to actually do Thank that. Thank you. You're welcome, audience. Yeah, of you're Steve. welcome. Thank you. That's awesome. So when are you gonna put content at all on your channel? Hey, that's we what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do a baby roast. Coming out the gate with a fucking baby Hell roast. Hell yeah. Oh, that'd be sick. Cool. Can I be on it? No. Okay. <laughs> it's roasters only. You're okay. not a roaster. Do you, do you think you could roast a baby without I, crying? I could roast a... I could... No. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Why not? It. Um, okay. So do we have time for one more question? But Yeah, we got, we got time. Okay, because we got a sad relationship question. Roasting Timothy Delgado was like roasting a baby. Oh. That's the closest I've come so far. Why is it like roasting? <laughs> I just roasted roasted him again. <laughs> I never stopped. That was two years ago, and I just roasted him again. Good job. I'm going to roast him again before this episode's over. Go wow. Ahead. Go ahead. I think you're so cool. Thank you. Um, okay. Hello. I just watched your podcast about relationships and was actually having problems with the one I'm currently in. We've been together for a little over half a year, and our communication has been lacking. I try to talk to her at least once every day, but she never texts me first, and I find myself feeling horrible because she is constantly busy with school and friends. I understand she wants to talk to her new friends, but we've hardly talked at all for the past two weeks, and I don't know what to do. Oh, damn. It's anonymous, too. Let me read this first part of the question, the part that troubled me. Okay. Is... Yes. We have been together for a little over half a year, and our communication has been lacking. That's a strike three, brother. I mean, you've been together for no time at all, and you got lack of communication. That's a toughie. Yeah, because half a year, you're making it sound more than it is. Yeah, brother. That's, that's six only six months. months. It's like 60 days or some shit. That's like, damn, we've already done half a year relationship, more than half a year relationship in this year alone. Yeah. 2018. And we're killing it. We're killing it. We communicate all the time. Murdering it. We communicate every day, all day. Too much, I think, actually. Way too much. Maybe we should cut down on the communication. I just see her too much. Sometimes he shuts a door on my face. (laughs) 30 feet away. I've seen you too much. Never hear the end of it. (laughs) Uh, No, I I think, uh, look, she's busy, right? So you got to get busy too, pal. It can't just be one person's okay. busy and the but, other person's not busy. But I also, I also think, okay, she ain't if that she, into him. yes, I if know. She, if she's that, if she's that busy, that school and some friends take her away from just talking to you once a day or whatever. Yeah, I don't know. I if like you're if, probably giving her too much attention. That's frankly. true. And so she's like. She's just waiting. You're being the the parked car. She's waiting you out, pal. She's, you got to get that car going, that. man. You gotta start. You gotta start moving at like six miles you an hour. You gotta be the dog, I guess. Apparently, in this analogy. <laughs> exactly, that's exactly right. Go be another dog. Listen, if you're a car, one of your main purposes, get... other than to take people from A to B, is to be chased upon by dogs. Is uh-huh. that correct or not? Yes. Yes. Is that correct or not? No, incorrect? I understood your analogy. Answer the fucking question. <laughs> yes. Thank you. So, then, if you if you are the car, it's time to get moving, my man. You're like a drunk grandma right now. I don't even know like, where this analogy is going, but I know I'll talk my way out of it yeah. because that's what I do. Or you won't. That's right. Because that's it's all being recorded. That's what I do. No one could call me crazy. I can call you crazy. You can, but you will not have very many supporters. No, I think that this guy's just hes just spending a little too much time uh, looking at his phone waiting for the girlfriend to I also, uh, respond. Just the way that you're wording it, 
I'm having problem. Uh, our communication has been lacking. It sounds like a quarterly review. That's like you're true. a boss of the relationship, <laughs> and it's like you know I would like to see our communication been um, lacking. It's Heather, been can lacking. we pick up these numbers, please? Yes. Heather, um, so what's going on when I am texting you, asking you how your day is? You're taking a little bit too long to respond. Maybe want to work on that. Yeah. Exactly. And can I just say that also, I am you. Like in a relationship, I've totally been you, where I feel horrible because I'm the one texting or trying to hang out, and the person's like, I'm busy, I'm busy, I'm busy. But then on MySpace, they're like with their friends. And yeah, I used a MySpace reference because that was the time that I had that relationship. <laughs> Listen, you could look at my phone right now. Yeah. And you would see a bunch of texts from Nikki to me, but me, never me to Nikki. Ever. I don't fucking respond. Yeah, totally. I keep her wanting more, always totally, chasing, uh-huh. always reaching, never quite having. Uh huh. Let me read our last text conversation. Great. Um, it's a grocery list. Yeah. And then it says, Let's it's from it. me to Steve. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Grocery list. Mm-hmm. And then maybe pick up, pick up a case of water too. Steve. Okay, good call. Me. I are didn't you, answer are that. Are you at I Ralph's? Steve, I'm at 99 Ranch. Right, we need can cut, we can need you cut check this. Ralph's for Vegas for vegan sausages? We're cutting this, Mark. This is basically a conversation of Steve going out and getting groceries. We're cutting me. all this. This is very personal stuff. Okay. It's making me look like I'm, an asshole right I'm now. I'm being a moving car. Okay. New rule on the show. Okay. We cut everything that makes me look like an asshole. Well, then we have to cut the whole damn show. I, I just put that on the T for you. I can't believe yeah, I put that on the T for you. That's true. I just hooked you up so hard. I was like, this that's joke is too easy. Partner. That's been a good What a gift. Part. Wow, what, what a, a gift. professional I am. Anna, are you taking notes? Or Anna, to take Listen, some Anna, improv. Listen, do you really want this? Take some no. improv classes. No, no, this is not Anna asking this question. I'm well, just, I'm, not, I'm, I'm saying she I wanted a, a, back. Like a, a, a second, third date. Yeah. <laughs> this is what it turns into, pal. Yeah, that's true. And then you end up for life with this. That's right. For life. That, you know, that's it for this for this episode. <laughs> hey, thanks for tuning in. Should, they don't tell you. Make the Steve sure. and Nikki solo episode. And definitely check out Subway. Tastes like cardboard hey. with a little bit of oil on it. <laughs> Maybe some pepper. Subway. Eat that. Not that fresh. No. That's why they don't say that anymore. They just say eat it. Eat it. Eat it. Just eat it. <laughs> Be grateful. Yeah, yeah. Just you're eating food at least. <laughs> uh, if you have a question you'd like to ask us, again, podcast at Nikki.Limo. We would love to answer your questions about life. Um, we don't, may not have good advice, but... You're the one asking us. I think it's pretty good. I think it's good, too. We're uh, pretty just good. Just don't ask me no hair care questions. Or you're probably going to be doomed. But you can ask Nikki. Um, okay, so final thoughts, Steve. My final thoughts? Yes. Um, listen, man, I know it's a motivational poster, but you got to like yourself if anyone's going to like you. Otherwise, I mean, who, who likes somebody who doesn't like themselves? I don't even yeah. know. You know what I'm saying? And also, on the contrary, uh, you got to love yourself in order to love other people. Absolutely. Because you'll constantly be... I find that people project what they're the most insecure about onto other people. So if they're insecure about the way that they are a know-it-all, for example, whenever they see other know-it-alls, they get really, like, judgy about it. And then it's really just their own insecurity coming out. Absolutely. That they're projecting. And you got to, like, love those parts of you. Or at least try to get better at them, and then you will not, you know, judge others so harshly. What are we talking about? Again? I don't know, oh. but it was good advice. Uh, yeah, there you go. You're welcome for that. Um, for me, I guess uh, final thoughts. 
Oh, oh, there's so many of you that ask questions. So many three of you. Uh, listen, people. Uh, if you want to snag a guy like Steve, which I've managed to do Good. somehow. Good so far. You know, listen to their point of view. Let them let them talk and just let just you listen. And then, you know, also know your value so that he's like, wow, what a great listener. And I can't be anywhere in the world without this girl. That's and, how I did it. And then he'll buy you a diamond ring and you'll be like, give me that shit. And then you'll so lock summation, it down yeah. forever. That's a good summation. And then you'll be locked down forever and you'll be like, oh, no. Wait. Oh, no. Wait. What's, I got what's trapped. this contract? I I'm got trapped. trapped. <laughs> but at least he communicates every day. If, if he didn't, I'd be like, this bitch don't want me. That's true. Always communicate. Yeah. All Even right. if it's through a closed door. Even God if bless. it's through a closed door and, you and your wife is saying, that's rude. <laughs> what you're doing is rude. Don't, yeah, you can't close the door on me. That's Actually, rude. I did. Okay, I but you're did. being really rude. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Yeah. See you next week. Rate us and stuff. Oh, yeah, rate us. It helps a lot. You have no idea. It on helps so Apple. much. People are like, how on do you rate on CastBox? Well, you no. can give us a thumbs up, but on Apple. Just, like, go log in and then rate us on there. And That'd then be, be like, bye. We don't want to deal with you. Yeah, exactly. Okay, I don't thank, even know how to freaking update you. my phone. I don't thank you. Want we to. love you. I love you. Please like me. 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 Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.